You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. Jesus has made access to God possible. Learn more on this message by Pastor Ryan Gidor. We want to welcome you to the second installment of our series, Past Perfect. And some of you are asking why we have opted to uh, really call this series Past Perfect. Because the things that took place in the past, eventually, when you look back, it makes a what? A perfect sense. How many of you here, you've been through a lot and you can't even, are really, um, uh, really, you can't even recognize why these things are happening in your life, but after 10 years, you can look back and say, now I know the reason. Now there is a purpose why I went through what I've been through. I have so many questions before. So many questions. Do you understand? But the answers are so few. And in the same manner, what took place in God's Word has a what? Has a reason why things are what? Happening. And when we look back from the Old Testament to the New Testament, now we do understand that God has His way of what? Of, of working and stitching. Okay? What took place in the past to reveal who Jesus Christ is. Pastor John uh, about a week ago, did talk in the first uh, really installment that the Lamb is a perfect what sacrifice to redeem humanity, and that according to just our own good works. And the tendency is that we think that by doing good, and this was my struggle 22 years before I came to know God, I thought my good works okay, will be enough to compensate for my sins. And I realized that, okay, my good works are like filthy rags. And I will tell you more about this. And I realized Christ came, intervened, and really uh, represented me in the eyes of God. Thus, though at times I don't feel like I am perfect and righteous, the Bible says, I am the righteousness of Christ. Amen? So the goal of this series is that we want to discover the what? The significance of God's sovereign plan. Say the word plan. And I like this word plan because if there is a plan, there must be something special. How many of you here, if you're a woman or a man, you want to plan out for your wedding day? Some of you here, you have planned out for your wedding day, even there's a groom or not. I'm getting married. I'll find a groom, but let me plan for my wedding day. I like the word plan because if there are special events, usually we plan for it. Thus, it sends a message of the things that we do value. You plan for the things that you value. Do you understand? Do you understand? Some of us here, makakalimutin po tayo. How many of you here, you have the same problem as mine? At times, that's really my struggle. My wife has been reminding me time and time and again, and I realize it's not my priority. Thus, I can easily forget. In the same manner, I hope that you do understand that God has a plan for salvation that is revealed in the Old Testament. Fulfilled through Christ's life and death, resulting in a gospel-centered living. Therefore, what took place in the Old Testament, say the word Old Testament, okay, has a what? An influence, has a connection in the New Testament. So Christ is the substance and the type, the event that took place in the past. Everything in the Old Testament has a lot to do with who God is and who Christ is. And thus, we can live Okay, according to the gospel. Isn't it amazing that all of us, the reason why we live differently today because we now understood the gospel? Some of us here, and I did, 
really uh, learned this from the person who really discipled me roughly about 15 years ago. The problem is not sin. Some of us here, we're trying our best to change our ways, our lifestyle, because we think the problem is sin. Amen? The problem is not sin. It's only the byproduct of our what? Of our lack of understanding of the gospel. If the gospel is not clear, you are most likely to do things on your own. Thus, you commit mistakes. Thus, you make mistakes and errors. So if something is unclear, the tendency is to always listen to what we think is right. But if you follow the gospel, and the gospel becomes clearer and clearer every single day, and as you really interface with God and get to know God, the more that He gets clearer, thus you can trust God. I am telling you right now, if you're here and you've been coming to this gathering for the past few weeks or months, okay, I want you to continue. Because at the end of the day, the more God gets clearer and His gospel, the more that you can respond to His love. It is just an issue of clarity. Kaya nga po, every single day is an opportunity to what? To get to know God so that His message becomes clear. Amen? So the beauty of how important the event is is always dependent on the plan that is well thought of. And I'm telling you right now, before you came into this world and before God spoke His word, even in the Old Testament, God foreknew that man will sin against Him. Thus, there was an elaborate plan. And God created a plan that when you look at it and you look back on what happened in the Old Testament and what happened on the cross, you can and you will appreciate that God loves us so much. How many of you here, you appreciate that God's love for you will not change? His love is unconditional. And there are things that we don't understand in our lives, but one thing for sure, whether you understand it or not, God is at work in your life. Just continue. Knowing God and growing your relationship with Him. So I want to encourage all of you to grab hold of your Bible. If you have ushers right now, do you have ushers in the house? Of course. Okay. I want you to flip it to Hebrews 4, verses 14, 15, and 16. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who is in every respect had been tempted as we are yet without. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Can we just take this time right now to bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful moment. Indeed, you are a great God. And as we study your word this evening, I pray that your Holy Spirit will convict us, remind us, Lord God, and cause us, Lord, to really appreciate what you've done on that cross. Thank you for, you will prepare us this week, that we will have a deeper understanding of your love for us. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. And the Jews who received the letter, okay, when this was written, was going through a situation that they think, okay, that to access God, you need someone to represent you like the high priest in the Old Testament, they're used to that kind of culture that I cannot approach God. Somebody has to what? Represent me. The writer of the book of Hebrews wants them to know that saving faith in Jesus Christ provides believers with a high priest who is 
far better than any human high priest. And his name is? His name is? Jesus Christ. Okay? Are you tracking with me? Jesus Christ was provided us. I am excited to uncover this message. Because when man sinned against God, there was a desire to what? For man to really uh, uh, make things right. But man cannot approach God because of what? His sinful nature. Thus, there was a man that was instituted to, to represent man before God. Man cannot approach God because of man's sin. But remember, before man sinned against God, okay, he has a relationship with? With? With, with whom? Some of, with God. Okay, let's do this again. Okay? Man has a relationship with God. And when Adam and Eve sinned against God, brought thee by the temptation of a serpent, and he ate that fruit and gave in to the temptation, that was the start of sin. If Adam was a Chinese, he could have eaten the serpent. Do you understand? <laughs> but he was just like any of us here. To make a long story short, okay, I'm partly Chinese. <laughs> and, 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 and because of that, okay, man has to work his way into the presence of God. And in the same manner, for people like us, I know that you're familiar, that it's not easy for us to approach people that are in a place of uh, really authority. And I have some examples right here of the king of Thailand and the United Kingdom that people, and as imperfect even as they are, just like us, they are given a position where it is hailed and really uh, 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 respected. And one of the, the people that, that, uh, and in stories that I have encountered when I was doing my research was um, this uh, princess by the name of Maha Chakri Sridhorn. Okay, I can't even pronounce it properly, she is a princess of Thailand and people are in that stature, okay? And with that type of government, a monarchical government, okay, uh, has to be approached in a different manner. That you don't look at them eyeball to eyeball, that you have to be in a certain uh, uh, position so as not... Uh, for you to send a disrespecting message. And this is how they did it when the prime minister, okay, um, Ying Lak Shinawatra approached the princess, that she has to crawl as a sign of honor and respect because the eye level, okay, should be downwards from where she is seated. And I just can't help but be reminded that when you approach God, it is the same, okay, honor that God wants. And in the same manner, okay, the princess in this picture, okay, though she has been recognized uh, as a person, of honor and respect, whether she likes it or not, she's human, 
and is also full of uh, imperfections. The other person is, okay, Prince William and Kate Middleton and, okay, my brother from another mother, uh, LeBron James, okay, uh, created a sensation roughly about a week ago or two weeks ago that it is a protocol not to touch the royalty. But uh, the king, okay, was not familiar with it. Thus, okay, back in the United Kingdom, that is part of a protocol and a decree. Same thing with our own president, with the Philippine Ascals. Wala lang po yan. Okay, nilagay ko lang. Of course, we respect our president. But no matter how dignified and really honored they are, combined with all their affluence and honor and how influential they are, they are people like us, full of imperfections. Even the Bible says, no one is perfect. And all our righteousness are like filthy rags. In the Hebrew culture, a filthy rag is translated as a menstrual flax. I don't have to elaborate on that. Okay, with wings. <laughs> My point is that no matter how righteous you are, your righteousness is something that is, in fact, abhorred by the Lord. When Adam and, 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 and Eve sin against God, they don't have a choice but to start finding ways to get closer to God. And this sacrifice started with Abel and Cain. And eventually Noah, Job, Isaac, Jacob came to the picture just for them to draw closer to God but to no avail. No amount of sacrifice can bring peace to God. And in the Old Testament, there was a temporary, say the word temporary, solution. And that is brought to you by the high priest. The high priest is one who performs the sacred rites of a religion especially a mediator between God and man. So the high priest was given the responsibility to uh, went through the uh, tent of meeting or the tabernacle to offer sacrifices and administer other worship obligations that people during that time feel unworthy because of their sins to offer personally, to represent the people to God. So they have somebody from the lineage of Aaron Okay, and that from and that from, uh, and from that lineage, they would get somebody to represent people of their sins and to offer animal sacrifices, so that once again, once a year, okay, they will be forgiven of their sins. And this is the picture of the tabernacle, where the priest, the high priest, okay, once a year in the day of Yom Kippur, where it is what a day of atonement would bring a bull. Okay, to offer for the sins of the priests and his own sin and the sins of the nation. So almost every year, people would gather, okay? And they would ask a high priest to go inside the Holy of Holies to offer uh, the sacrifices for the sins of the people. It is an intricate system where I'm glad I was born in this era. And I hope you're happy as well that you were born in this era. Because we don't have to what? We don't have to do this. 
where a priest would bring an animal, two animals, a bull and a goat, as a scapegoat from the word scape, where you let it out in the open to carry your sins. Isn't that ridiculous? And they would tie a what? A ribbon. And the color of the ribbon is color yellow in the oak. A red ribbon. And let go of that goat as a representation of the sins of the nation. That has been their what system, their process of how they can be atoned for. And I know this is totally insufficient. Imagine if we go through the process of atoning our sins in this setting, it will be a bloody Sunday, not just a manic Monday. It will be bloody where all of us will have to wait for this moment. In fact, for some of our sins, we have to offer our own personal sacrifices. We have to go out of our way, collect animals in order for us to appease God. But I am thankful and I do rejoice that I don't have to go through this process because there was a man who offered himself on that cross, paid our sins once and for all. And because of that, we can't help but raise our hands on Sunday and say, God, thank you that though I'm not perfect and you've given me another chance to be forgiven by you, thank you for paying for my sins once and for all. But most of the time, we what? We involve ourselves. Lord, I know that you have forgiven me, but I want to what? Feel good about myself. Let me trust my righteous deeds. How many of you here are guilty of that? Mabait naman ako eh. Do you understand? And some of us, we feel good about our, our, our lives when you know that you have a great day. There are days that you don't feel good about yourself. Am I correct? And you feel like God has the same impression. But whether you have a great day or a bad day, in the eyes of God, His love is unconditional. Because He paid our sins once and for all. God's okay, decision was consistent. And I hope that you will realize tonight that what took place in the Old Testament was a picture that there is someone that will come that can suffice all the longings of humanity, that we don't need a high priest because there is a better high priest that has shown us the way. And as we end this week and start another week, you will be confident enough that you're chosen by God, loved by Him, and His impression of who you are will not change. Let me read right here in Leviticus chapter 16, verse 30 to 34. And the priest who is? The high priest is? Every time I hear the word anointed, there's only one person in my mind. His name is? Holy and anointed one, Jesus, right? But let's just talk about the high priest. The one who has been given the responsibility to offer sacrifices. And the priest who is anointed and consecrated as priest in his father's place shall make atonement. Wearing the holy linen garments. They have to wear the, the right clothing so as not for them to be disqualified when they approach God. Isn't it amazing? That if this was available during our time, all of us would be wearing what? White. That looks weird. But this is the requirement. To approach God, you need to wear the right clothes. Verse 33, he shall make atonement for the holy sanctuary and he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar and he shall make atonement for the priest and for all the people of the... So his atonement is for himself and the priest under his care and the whole nation of Israel. Verse 34, and this shall be a statute forever for you. 
that atonement may be made for the people of once parang wrong grammar, no? Once in the year. Napansin niyo ba? But it's in your Bible, okay? So I have to be true to your uh, to, to God's word. May be made for the people of Israel once in the year because of all their sins, okay? So just swallow it, okay? And Aaron did as the Lord commanded Moses. The Bible is very, very clear that for every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God to offer gifts and sacrifices for their sins. There is somebody who will mediate man to God, but the tradition in the Old Testament wasn't sufficient. And I don't know. Even okay, in this generation, you feel like that if you approach me or any of our pastors and be prayed for, you feel like there is this mysticism that probably is happening in your being where you need people like us, okay, who goes upstage to pray for you. And I'm telling you right now, it doesn't make a difference. In the eyes of God, we are called the, called the children of God and you are God's anointed servant wherein you are also priest and God is a high priest. And I will explain further. But I hope that as you come to this gathering every Sunday, I hope you don't feel religious about it, that I need to go to victory, third floor, fourth floor, so I can just once again secure myself that now I'm in victory, this is a holy place. That's not the case, my friend. That pastor so-and-so has to approach me and lay his hands on me so I can feel good about my life. That's not uh, what is this all about. That we have to what? We have to graduate from this mentality that there is just no one who should represent you. Ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, it has given you the confidence to access the Father in heaven 24-7, no noon break, whether there's signal or not at all. You can approach God. And for some of us here, this is something. I can approach God. Yes, you can. Because the great high priest Jesus Christ has abolished the law. So you can access the Father. And the Bible is very, very clear. If you don't believe, we have, if you don't believe, this is written in the, the same book, chapter 4, verse 14, same chapter, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. We have a high priest. And that's the reason why you can access God. You can come to Him. You can approach Him because He has abolished the routines in the Old Testament, and it was simply saying once and for all, more than just the animal sacrifices and the temple worship and everything that I'm requiring you to do in the Old Testament, once and for all, I have done it. That you're free from all of this. The priests in the Old Testament are insufficient. There is only one person who offered himself as a sacrifice for man's redemption. Thus, Jesus is our perfect mediator. He is superior to anyone else. And I hope that this is going to change the way you look at your life. That you don't have to trust in your own good works. Because the high priest, the perfect high priest who has mediated you and represented you to the Father has paved the way. That your righteousness is not the basis of your confidence. Let me say that once again. That your righteousness is not the basis. Mabait kasi ako. Mabuting anak kasi ako. 
That is not, and that is no longer the basis of how you will be accepted by God. The reason why, any moment from now, if you choose to come to the presence of God, you are guaranteed to be accepted because 2,000 years ago, Jesus said, it is finished. You can come in. And you don't have to go through my secretary to set an appointment with me. Now, I was reminded of my son. My kids are very, very confident approaching me. They don't even at times have to correct them. They don't advise when they go inside the room. They'll just slam the door and look for me. My other son, who has been accused as a robot, remember that story? Because of that confidence that he has. Roughly about a week in Alabang, I found him okay, in the pantry of this church, right inside the fridge, drinking a bottle of chocolate right inside the fridge. So I told him, why are you inside the fridge? It's cold here, Dad. I, I know that. But I realized that he's just confident. I have, to, I have to teach him how to go about public spaces like this. He would talk to anyone. And I realized because he understands that he's loved and affirmed by me. And any moment he would come uh, and, and talk to me, I can drop all my things and what I'm busy of and talk to him personally. It's four. But I will cancel my schedule if he wants me to be involved in his life. Church, you can approach God. Because the great high priest has paid the bill and has given you the full access to approach the Father. And this is why the second point is very, very important. But before we discuss the Levitical high priest compared to Jesus the high priest, our men in number, it's in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 23 to 24, that we need to have an army to orchestrate a day of atonement known as Yom Kippur where the sins of the nation of Israel are forgiven. You need to organize a party. But in Christ, he did it just by himself. Because he is great, he is perfect. That when you approach God and ask for forgiveness, you can be forgiven. And with the strength that the Holy Spirit has given you, you can move past all your struggles. And I'm telling you tonight, Jesus Christ can do it. It was temporary, only once a year. The next year, you'll be back to atone for your sins. But in Christ, what he did on the cross was permanent. So if you receive accusations that you're not forgiven, how many of you here, just like me, has experienced that after asking God for forgiveness, you hear the voice of condemnation telling you, the Lord has not forgiven you? And you hear this voice of condemnation. That's the reason why it's important that you have to expose yourself to the Word of God because the Bible says the forgiveness of God is permanent and eternal. It doesn't change His mind. Sinners to offer sacrifices for their own sins. Jesus Christ was holy. In fact, He was not only the high priest, He was the offering. Had to sacrifice daily. Christ sacrificed for all. Offered sacrificial animals, offered up himself. Entered the holy place through a tent and by means of the blood of goats and calves. Entered the holy place of the presence of God by the means of his own blood. The reason why we don't need somebody to stand on our behalf because Christ did it all. Some of you here, Pastor, pagdasal mo naman ako. And I have nothing against it. Malakas ka kasi kay Lord eh. Ganun kayo. You're getting it all wrong. A lot of you here, I can feel the spirit. You have accepted the lie of the devil. That you're 
satisfied with your life? If you were to be asked by someone, what do you want? Ang sagot po natin, yung simple lang. You're, you're getting it all wrong. You're, you're, you're missing the point. Because you feel like you are just an employee of God. So every morning as you enter the presence of God, because you are an employee, that makes God your employer. Some of you here, you're living like a slave. That you're having a hard time. Do I have to approach God right now? Because I feel like God is a bit moody. You talk to his secretary, okay, basi Lord ngayon. Is he in the good mood? God is never moody. He's consistent. Because what he did 2,000 years ago was pretty clear. He said, it is finished. We don't have to add to what he did. So if you don't believe that, the problem is not with God. The problem is with you. You have to be exposed to God's word. That what took place in the past is just a what? A shadow of what is about to come. So that when we look back, we can further appreciate that, Lord, I am thankful for what you did for me because of what happened in the Old Testament. That people has to go out of their way as a high priest to represent them. And it wasn't even sufficient. How many of you here, you appreciate that you were born in this era? Where God is so near, and God is so loving, where God can be approached, and God is approachable. That you don't have to ask anyone, synonymous to our what? To our culture as Filipinos. Pag kang padrino, and you need to have someone in any of the local government uh, units in this country in order to, what, to be able to cut corners and accomplish what you want, that you have to be connected to someone in order for you to gain favor in Christ, all of us are favored by Him. Again, because the perfect high priest offered Himself once and for all. And you don't need anyone or any strings to pull to access God. Jesus is the perfect mediator because He's the only one who can sympathize with us. A priest in the Old Testament does what he needs to do because of a job responsibility. He doesn't, in fact, care. As long as I'm done with my duty, I think I am just doing just fine. In Christ, the Bible is very, very clear. In the same chapter, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. He can sympathize with you more than just pity of your present condition. When you say the word sympathize, he understands your predicaments. He knows where you are and he can relate with you. And how many of you here, you can honestly tell me tonight that when someone can relate to your present condition, you know that individual or vice versa, okay, knows really what you're talking about and it gives you a degree of what? Of comfort. Jesus Christ knows what we go through because even him in every respect, has been tempted. But the difference is that yet he came out without sin. He knows what we feel and he knows all our concerns. 
Thus, he allowed himself, just like what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17. Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every aspect or respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service of God to make propitiation. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17. When you say propitiation, somebody who took your wrath to be his wrath. Remember, all of us have done evil things, right? Let's not talk about your good works. Let's set that aside because that's just filthy. All of us formerly, if you have not encountered the Lord Jesus Christ, your identity is of wicked ways. You are evil. If there is this TV monitor on top of your head, and everything that you think is reflected on that monitor, all of us will be embarrassed to go out of our house. Maligalig yung marami sa atin. We think of a lot of things. And if you check your heart, you are evil to the core. Amen! I'm not here to condemn you. But I want you to know that your wickedness deserves the wrath of God. And there's no other option. But your life is bound to a life in hell. Christ, as the perfect offering, step forward. And the word is propitiation. He guaranteed each and every one of us that the wrath intended for you should be what? Rerouted to Him. And that is a picture of God's forgiveness. That you don't have to walk in guilt and condemnation of what took place in the past. Pastor, the past. And if you remember the past, you tend to cringe. Pastor, hindi mo alam. Kinawa ko rin yan. Do you understand? But in the eyes of God, your past is erased. And you are forgiven. Because His promise is that once and for all, you don't have to sacrifice. I will take the wrath. And I will sacrifice. Because His promise is that He understands your condition. So if you don't believe this, it's up to you. But the truth remains the same and it will not change. That God came for you and for me. Jesus is a perfect mediator. He is our sanctuary. That we can run to God because the Bible is very, very clear in Psalm 46, verse 1 to 3. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Psalm 46. So if you are in trouble right now, and you're gasping for air, and you're saying right now, Lord, do I deserve a great future? I want you to declare this right now. Lord, you are my ever-present help. And if you're telling right now, I doubt if God will do so, look back and remind yourself, that God said, I have offered a sacrifice and all that you need to do is believe. A lot of us here, we always look and look back and remind ourselves what happened in the past. Church, you're forgiven. There are times I feel like when we sin against God, our what? Our response and our default is the Lord look for ways to be nice and good so I can overshadow my wickedness. Are you acting like a high priest in the Old Testament, compensating for the sins of Israel? Or you would rather say, Lord, forgive me. And I don't have to perform because my sins are forgiven. My past 
present and future sins are forgiven. And I hope it is not a reason why you would rather live in sin because anyway my sins are forgiven. It is a reason that God forgave my sins. Now I can walk and live in freedom. That I can't afford to commit another sin. Because Lord, I'm guaranteed of forgiveness. You're guaranteed to be welcomed by Him. You're guaranteed to be accepted because Christ was rejected. Does our response with this act of the Lord as a sacrifice for our sins once and not every year, once and for all, is from the book of Hebrews. Let us then with confidence. Why are you confident? To draw near to the throne of grace because you have realized now I can access God. I don't have to call anyone to set me an appointment, an appointment with Him. That the death of Jesus Christ is enough and it has created a path right at the heart of the Father. Church, hindi ba kayo masaya nito? Ang sarap, no? Pwede pa lang mangyari yun kahit walang reason. You can approach with confidence because you know that His love for you is always for you and never against you. That everything that He did is for you and not for Himself. Let me ask you this question before I end. Is there anything in this world that God did for Himself? Or most of the time, it is always for you. Second question, why would God go out of His way to suffer for you? What's in it for Him? Usually in this kind of setting, if you would want to partner with someone, usually you quantify what the other party can provide. Am I correct? Let's face it. If you are looking for a husband, dapat guapo. Do you understand? Yung magiging anak na pastor, alam mo na. Do you understand? And I'm, I, I, I want to ask you, did God thought of this? Did He rethink His decision? That if He will die and suffer for us, what's in it for Him? When you realize these things, it gives you the confidence and the boldness. Tinanggap ako ng Panginoon at the lowest point of my life. Do you understand? Your looks, your face, most especially in the first hour of the day. Ang pagkagising mo, hindi ka katanggap-tanggap. Napansin mo ba? When you face the mirror, ikaw mismo nagdududa. Ano ba to, Lord? But I'm telling you right now, at your worst, God was there. And if you realize this, you will approach God with confidence because there is nothing that you have that can change the mind of God. Alam nyo? Look up here for a while. There are people who love us, but if they know your deepest secrets, I guarantee they will change their minds the way they look at you. But when it comes to how God sees you, you're just the same. Forgiven, love, and accepted. Can we give God the glory? That we can draw near to the throne of grace. Because in the Old Testament, when you sin against God, there is a judgment seat. That judgment seat, when you sin against God, will give you the wrath that you deserve. But when Christ paid the penalty of sin, that judgment seat has been turned into His grace. 
Thus you can approach the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. It became the throne of grace because Jesus turned the judgment seat into a mercy seat so we can come boldly into His presence. Confidence, ladies and gentlemen, and boldness is a product of what Jesus did in the cross as a perfect offering. Confidence is a result of knowing Him and what He did for you. And and I want to remind you, no one in this world will die for you. Look at the person on your right. Tingnan mong pagmumukhang yan. Tingnan mong ugaling yan. Even that person beside you, your husband, your wife, will think twice to die for you. For some. I'm telling you right now, people will rethink their decision. Did you know that God did not only think through this, He mapped it out even in the Old Testament. He planned it out. And when God opted to carry out His elaborate plan, He did it with a smile on His face. And your story started long ago. Thus, you don't have the reason to look at your past and believe the lies of the enemy because Christ made a decision years ago and he hasn't changed a bit. Yung boyfriend mo, pwede ba? Magbabago din yan. I'm praying. But we, human as we are, we cannot be consistent. But God is always consistent. For there is one God And there is one mediator between God and men. No one else can represent you. So if you believe in the idea that the saint or my papa or my mama can represent me in the throne of grace, you're getting it all wrong. Somebody asked me, Pastor, saints are given lang naman to represent you to Jesus so Jesus can represent you to God. I pause for a while. Can you repeat that again? In fact, saints are given to represent you to Jesus so that Jesus can represent you to God. Who's representing me to the saints so the saints can represent me to Jesus so that I can be represented to God? Isn't that weird? That God is simply saying, I am the way, the truth, the life. When you have Jesus, that's enough. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you right now, your life is not with your husband or your boyfriend. But a boyfriend. Girlfriend. Just kidding. That person cannot. Give you the love and the life that you deserve. Only in Christ. But when you're established in Christ, both parties can benefit. You're not out there telling the other party what I can get from you, vice versa. You're there to give, not to get. Because you have received from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thus, you can give. And men demand, cry Jesus. 
who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is a testimony given at the proper time. Jesus is the only mediator, no other mediator, because he is the only person who died for your sins and a perfect sacrifice. When you elevate someone other than Jesus, you are simply saying, Jesus is not enough for me. When there's another person in the Bible, or another saint, or another figure, or another statue, I am not hitting on any religion here. He's enough. Jesus is enough. He is more than enough. And thus, it is our understanding that we need to recalibrate. Because even Peter, the famous apostle, said, But you are a chosen race, all of you, whether you like it or not, a royal priesthood. This is where the role and the responsibility of the priest in the Old Testament ended. Because Peter himself knows the heart of the high priest that all of us in this room is a priest. The Bible says, even your friend can confess his sins to you. You don't need somebody to talk to you where you don't see the face of that person. But a real friend who knows God, who knows Jesus, who has a relationship with Christ can talk to you, can pray for you, can counsel you, can minister to you, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Just like what I've shown, all of us are priests and Jesus is our perfect mediator, our high priest. And some of us, we feel like that you don't deserve it. You don't have to deserve it. You just have to accept it. That there is someone who represented you once and for all. Church, Jesus is our high priest, our perfect mediator. In Jesus' name. Can we just take this time right now? Heavenly Father, thank you that you are our perfect mediator. Amen? Amen? Now you go out of this room with confidence. The 24-7, no noon break, God will accept you. God will welcome you. You don't have to go through His secretary to be welcomed by Him. God is excited that you barge into His room and meet Him face to face. The Lord bless you and keep you. Let the face of the Lord shine upon you and be gracious to you. Let the Lord grant you peace and confidence that you can approach Him anytime, anywhere. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.